0: Well, praise the Lord. How many of you are thankful for Jesus? Say amen. Praise the Lord. Turn with me to the book of Revelation, if you would please. Revelation chapter number one. Revelation chapter number one. John is the author of Revelation. He is looking into the future. God allows John to see things that John probably fully doesn't understand. He allows John to see deep into the future. And um, John pens it in the revelation. It's called the revelation of Jesus Christ. I want you to see in verse number five, in from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead, prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us. Would you underline that? Unto him that loved us, washed us, from our sins in his own blood. He washed us from our sins in his own blood. And he made us. He loved us. He washed us. In the Bible, in verse number six, said, he made us kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. And all God's people said, amen. Father, would you help us today? Lord, we... Uh, we've come here today to to worship you, glorify you, to exalt your name. Lord, we've sung about you. We've lifted our voices up to praise you. Lord, there are some in his room today. They're your children. They've received the gift of salvation. They've been born again. Lord, they come here today as your child to worship you. Lord, there may be some here today that have never trusted you as their Savior. They're searching. They're looking. Lord, we believe that they're here by divine appointment, and I pray today that your Holy Spirit would speak to their hearts, would reveal truth to them. Lord, there's some here today that are discouraged. There's some here today that are longing for peace, Lord, there's some here today that feel hopeless, despair, and I pray that your word would encourage them, would point them to truth, Lord, I pray today they'd find help from your word, and so, Lord, wherever each individual person is in their heart, wherever each soul is, Lord, I pray that you would do a work that only you can do, We yield this time to you. We believe that you are our God. We believe that Jesus Christ is your son. We believe the Holy Spirit of God dwells inside of us that are born again to lead us, guide us, to point us to truth. And so, Lord, because of that, we pray that you would have your way today. Bind Satan. Bind anything, Lord, that would... Cause us not to hear from you today. And we ask you this in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Today, I want to speak to you about the most powerful substance in all of the heavens above and all the worlds beneath. I want to speak to you about what we find here in verse number five and verse number six. The Bible says this, that he loved us and he washed us from our sins in his own blood. It's not a matter of question and it's not a matter of debate. We're not here today to decide if we believe this is true. It, it is an undisputable fact that this substance has changed countless lives for all of eternity. Today, we're not coming to speak about religion. We're not coming today to 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 speak about uh, 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 turning over a new leaf. We're going to speak today about something. This substance that we're going to speak about today is more than better than anything else that you would ever find. This substance is the blood of Jesus Christ. It's powerful. I know the last several weeks we've preached on some things. We've preached on Israel. We've preached on sin. If you come to this church for any length of time, you're going to find that we we preach against sin. If it's in the Bible, we, 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 we preach what the Bible says. But today, my aim, my goal today is for us to see some truths out of the the Word of God today about the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And my, my hope is that every single person today would leave this place encouraged. If you are a child of God if you are born again, if there's been a time in your life where you have trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior, I want us to rejoice today because it's the blood of Jesus Christ that washes us as white as snow. If you're here today and maybe you're searching, maybe you're here today and you're looking for answers, I want you to to, to listen closely today because my hope today is that you would find what you need and that need that you have is to receive that blood that Jesus Christ shed on the cross, receive that gift of salvation that only comes through Jesus Christ and be gloriously saved today. Isaiah 118 says this, "'Though your sins are as scarlet, "'they shall be as white as snow.'" Every single person here in this room is a sinner. How many of you would say amen to that? How many of you would say this? The person next to you is a sinner. Say amen to that. Yeah, they're sinners. Every single person here, you've sinned. Bible says that we're born in trespasses and sin. You know, there's one thing that we couldn't do anything about, and that is this, being born and being born into sin but the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses you and he makes you white as snow, the Bible tells us. And this is what makes Christianity so different than anything else in the world. This is what makes Christianity, what we're going to preach of today, so different. It's not religion that we are putting our faith in. It's not what man has created that we put our faith in here at Montclover Road Baptist Church. What we put our faith in is the precious blood of Jesus Christ because that blood of Jesus Christ is so powerful that, that, that you, can, you can present it in any circumstance, past, present, and even future, and it is powerful enough to cleanse you from all of your sin. There's some that believe this, you don't know my past. I've done some pretty wicked things. I've done some pretty evil things. I want you to know this today, the most evil of sin that's ever been committed on the face of this earth, the blood of Jesus Christ is powerful enough to forgive and cleanse that sin. If you're in sin today, you say, you don't know what I'm involved in right here at this moment. You don't know the thoughts in my mind. You don't know the things that I've done and, or, and consistently do. I want you to know this. It doesn't matter what you've done. The blood of Jesus Christ has power to forgive you of this sin. No matter what you've done, the blood of Jesus Christ, the name of Jesus Christ, it, it sends demons running scared. It puts hell on notice. That whatever whatever they're trying to torment you with, whatever chain that they're trying to to use to bind you with, it is broken in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We call that, I matter of fact, I just had a little conversation with one of our one of our church members this morning. She was telling me that her neck was bothering her, and there were some things in her life, and and I just simply said, "We'll plead the blood of Jesus Christ on that situation." Now, that language may sound a little bit odd to someone maybe that doesn't attend church, but we believe the blood of Jesus Christ forgives sin. We believe the blood of Jesus Christ heals. We we believe the blood of Jesus Christ is powerful. There was a time my son was just young. We were living in Cincinnati at the time, and I woke up in the middle of the, the night, and boy, I just sensed that there was just some kind of, of uh, demonic warfare taking place in our life. I'm not trying to be spooky here this morning. I'm just trying to, to tell you the blood of Jesus Christ is real, and it's powerful, and that's the difference. I woke up in the middle of the night and I just sensed that there was just some, some, something happening in our, in our home and something happening that, uh, uh, to be quite frank with you, it, was, it scared me. Have, have you ever sensed anything like that? You can't put your finger on it. You just, you just know something. The Bible says this, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities of spiritual wickedness in high places. Even right now, there's, there's spiritual opposition going on right here. There, there's a battle there's a battle that took place in heaven thousands of, of years ago where Satan Satan wanted control over heaven and and there's a battle to took place and and God has to, had to cast Satan and, and and demons from heaven and and since that time Satan is on, on on an attack against God God created this world and created this universe and Satan wants to destroy it it was early in that uh, early in the morning, late in the evening, and I, I, I remembered going into my son's room and, and just laying over him as he was sleeping there, just a, a small young boy, and just pleading the blood of Jesus Christ over him. Just pleading that God would protect him. Pleading that God would, 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 would keep our house together. Pleading the, the precious blood of Jesus Christ. You plead the blood. What I, what I did not deserve, I received when I applied the blood of Jesus Christ to my life. I was born in trespasses and sin. I was born a sinner. And and I don't, I don't deserve heaven. I don't deserve everlasting life, but I received it because of the, the blood of Jesus Christ. There's not a person here today that is going to spend eternity with God because they're a religious person. There's not a person here today that's going to receive everlasting life because they're a good person. There's not a person here today that's going to receive everlasting life because of who your parents were or your grandparents were. There's not a, Person here today that's going to receive everlasting life because of what church you're a member of. There's not a person here today that's going to receive everlasting life because of how many times you've been baptized. A person receives everlasting life, even though we may not deserve it, only when the blood of Jesus Christ is applied to our life. We can rejoice in that today. What I need can be accomplished when I proclaim the blood of Jesus Christ. Listen to every parent in this room. You can plead, plead the blood of Jesus Christ over your children. I know, no, I'm not saying that you can save them with your prayer. That's a decision that every individual person has to make in their life. I'm just simply saying, as a parent, when we're not sure what to do, and a parent, when we're faced with difficult situations, all angels can be dispatched from heaven to protect them. Angels will be dispatched from heaven to guide them. God's hand will be upon them when you plead the blood of Jesus Christ. In business today, You can plead the blood of Jesus Christ. Maybe there's some here today you're just worried about the future. You're worried about your job. You're worried about the situations you're facing today. But I want you to know this, in every situation as a child of God, you can plead the blood of Jesus Christ. Maybe there's a health situation that you're dealing with today. The blood of Jesus Christ is powerful. It can change all things. God's hand is upon you. God's power goes before us when we claim the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ, when we claim it, it opens doors that no man can ever open. The blood of Jesus Christ, it makes a way when there seems like there is no other way. Why? Because of the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, Christian, our strength comes from the blood of Jesus Christ. How many of you would say you believe that the pa- there's power in the blood of Jesus Christ? Would you say amen? amen? We don't just sing there's power in the blood. We believe that there's power in the blood. The power in blood, it gives us strength. The power in blood makes us more than conquerors. It gives us victory over this world. It gives us victory over this flesh. It gives us victory over Satan. I'm encouraging this morning with this fact, there's power in the blood of Jesus Christ blood of Jesus Christ that gives us access to the throne room of heaven. You know, what a, one of the wonderful things about being a child of God, you don't need an appointment to speak to the mighty God. If you need a doctor, you know what you have to do? Make an appointment. How many of you ever really needed a doctor and they, they put you on hold and said you had to make an appointment and we'll see you in three months? I've had people that'll call me and say, I've got some test results that came back and they came back and I'm a little concerned, but they told me I can't get in to see the doctor, the specialist for three months. There's people, maybe you call And they put you on hold. They tell you you have to make an appointment and and you really need to get a hold of them. But no, you don't need an appointment to speak to the mighty God of heaven. You just mention the blood of Jesus Christ and, 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 and doors to the almighty God, almighty creator are wide open to you. The blood of Jesus Christ gives you access to the creator of this universe. Maybe there's someone here today and you're discouraged. Maybe there's someone today here and you, you're you not quite sure what tomorrow's going to bring. Maybe there's some here today and there's full of anxiety and full of pain and full of, of pressures of this world. I want you to know that you have access to the, the God that simply created this world with his words. You have access to the almighty God. You have access to the most powerful in all of the universe and you have it because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Blood of, the blood of Jesus Christ erases every accusation that's against you. I've talked to many. As you share the gospel with many, they'll say, but you don't know what I've done. You, you don't know what I've been involved in. You know, Satan is the great accuser. He accuses the brethren. Night and day, he's constantly accusing us. There's even some that even though they believe and they've trusted Christ, Satan accuses us and and we live a defeated life because we believe what he says. Why? Because most of the time, the accusations he makes, they're true against us. He knows us. Hebrews 12, 24 says this, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant and to the blood of Of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. I I want you to know this the blood of Jesus Christ, it defends you when when Satan accuses you. I I I like how the scripture tells us that that when we're saved, God casts our sins as far as the east is from the west. You know, if you continue to go east, you know what you never hit? West. If you go west, you know what you never hit? East. And when your sins are cast as far as the east is from the west, you know what you find? you never see them again. Why? Because they are washed away by the blood of Jesus Christ. Maybe today there's someone that Satan is just accusing you. Maybe it's something from your past or something from your family's past or something that you did that continues to haunt you. And maybe for a period of time, you feel like you have a little victory, but maybe uh, Satan continues to bring that back. I want you to know the blood of Jesus Christ that is sprinkled upon you brings better things. Better things are upon you because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Ephesians 1 7 the Bible says in whom we have redemption through the blood the forgiveness of sins according to the richness of his grace. Oh listen to me today we are redeemed we are are reconciled back to God and our sins are forgiven because of the blood of Jesus Christ. It's not in anything that you can do but it is in everything that Jesus Christ has done. In the book of Revelation, chapter 12, verse number 11, the Bible says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. Who is that him? That him is Satan. Satan himself is defeated because of the powerful blood of the lamb of God. And the lamb of God is Jesus Christ. There's no power on this earth. There's no power above this earth. There's no power below this earth that is more powerful than the blood of Jesus Christ. Today, our testimony is this, that we were lost in sin and the blood of Jesus Christ reached us and rescued us today. Listen to me today. If you are saved, you have something to rejoice in and it is the precious blood of Jesus Christ. I love when we sing about the blood. Oh, the blood of Jesus it washes away my sin. Why, why do we sing about the blood of Jesus Christ? Because it's the blood of Jesus Christ that saved us. It's the blood of Jesus Christ that redeemed us. When, when you were bound in chains, the blood of Jesus Christ is what delivers you. Listen, there's no program that can deliver you from chains. There's no program that can deliver you from the bonds of sin. The only thing that can break those bonds for all of eternity is the powerful blood of Jesus Christ, and it's available to you today. The Bible says, by whose stripes we're healed. The blood of Jesus Christ brings healing. The Bible tells us in Romans 5.8 that while we were yet sinners... Christ died for us. Listen, every single person here today, we were born hopeless. We were born in sin. We were born tresp- and dead and trespasses in sin, but it's the powerful blood of Jesus Christ that when we were in that condition, he saved us. You know what I love about this? If you read through the Bible, you'd understand that God didn't need us God wanted us. I tell you, to the most lonely person in this room today, know this. God wants you. To the most discouraged person in this room today, know this truth, this Bible truth. God desires you to the one maybe that's been hurt by someone close in their family maybe walked out on maybe 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 a a wife that their husband's walked out on them and left them feeling like they're alone i want you to know something today god the eternal god the creator of this universe wants you maybe the child today sitting here today and saying i don't feel loved Maybe to the person that was abused by a family member that never should abuse them. Maybe taken advantage of from someone that was supposed to love them. And you're sitting here today, you're going through life today wondering, am I loved? Does someone want me? Does someone care for me? I want you to know that yes, you may have have been hurt by someone that was supposed to love you, but God wants you today. And he gave his son, Jesus Christ, to prove to you how much he loves you. Nowhere do you find God needs us, but all through scripture you find that God wants us. And we find back in Genesis chapter number three, and for sake of time, we won't go there, but back if you were to read Genesis chapter number three, you would find that God created man. And the whole point of creating man was so that man would glorify him. God would come down in the cool of the day, the Bible says, and would walk through the garden with Adam and would commune with Adam and Adam would commune with God. The perfect creation all around. God didn't commune with the animals. He didn't speak with the animals. You don't find God. God just uh, on his own walking to this earth. When God would come to this earth, he would commune with man. He desired to spend time with man. The Bible tells us that man sinned. And we learned this principle back in Genesis chapter number three, that something must be sacrificed when man sins. Man sinned and God came down and, and he said, Adam, where art thou? God didn't ask Adam, where art thou? Because he didn't know where Adam was. He wanted Adam to realize, Adam, where you are, you've chosen to sin. Adam and Eve, when he finds them, they've taken fig leaves and they've sown them together. They thought that they could do it their own way. They thought they could cover themselves their way. They thought they could hide from God, but God revealed to them that he knew where they were at and God then showed them that he still desired them. We see a principle that was laid out there in Genesis 3 that a sacrifice has to be made to cover us from our sin. In Revelation chapter 1 verse 5, the Bible says this, go back with me if you would please. He loved us and the Bible says he washed us from our sins with his own blood. He washed us. We're clean. We're made new. We're whole again. When he sees us, he no longer sees us in our sins. He sees us in Christ. He sees the precious blood of Jesus Christ covering, washing us from our sin. He washed you. He made you into something. The Bible says he loved you. He washed you. He loved you. He made you royalty and a priest. Look with me in verse number six. And hath made us kings and priests. Unto God his Father. Once you see the Bible says he made us into royalty and he made us into a priest. What is so what is so great about him making us into a priest? You see, in the Old Testament, if we were to take the time to go through a priest in the Old Testament, what you had to do is you had to come to a priest. You brought your sacrifice to a priest. You, 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 brought your, you brought your sacrifice there. They'd come from all over Israel to come to the priest. And they'd, they'd bring that sacrifice to the priest. And the priest would make a sacrifice for their sin there was a place called the Holy of Holies that the priest would have to go into and, and make, the, make the sacrifice that would cover the sin. But, but, but the priest would have to put bells on the bottom of his, his uh, 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 outfit there because if the priest went in and the priest was full of sin, the priest would die. Could you imagine you knowing you're needing your sins forgiven? And in giving this sacrifice to a priest and then the priest going in to make a sacrifice and the priest being unholy, the priest being in sin and, and the priest not able to make that sacrifice? I don't know about you, but I'd, I'd be listening for those bells can keep going off. The rope that he tied onto him, they tie a rope to him so if, if the bells stopped and he fell over dead, they'd pull him out. I know me, I'd be tugging on the rope just to make sure he was still ringing. It's not him that I'm necessarily worried about. Because if the sacrifice isn't made, my sins aren't forgiven. But listen to me, we're made priests, something special, something supernatural, something wonderful took place when Jesus Christ died on the cross. I'm made a priest. Oh, listen to me, I don't have to depend upon another man anymore. I don't have to go to a man to confess my sin. I don't have to go to a man and hope that he's right with God in order for him to make confession for my sin. I now have access to God himself because of the precious blood of Jesus Christ. We're thankful for that today. Go, with, go to Hebrews. Would you turn there with me? Hebrews chapter four. Just a few books toward the New Testament, into the New Testament. Hebrews chapter number four. The Bible tells us this in verse number 16, Hebrews four sixteen. Let us therefore come boldly. Would you, would you circle that? Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. Oh, listen, that doesn't mean we come, we come there with a, with a, with a uh, attitude of greatness or we come there with, 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 with I'm somebody. No, I can come boldly under the throne of grace because I am in Christ. I don't have to worry about some man living in sin because the perfect, the perfect son, the one that never sinned, 100% God, 100% man who came to this earth He paid my sin debt. I don't have to worry if it's accepted or not. It was accepted by the Father because it was a perfect, sinless sacrifice. That's what makes this blood so powerful. And because of that, I now can come boldly under the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Oh, listen to me, mark those two things down. When you come before the the throne of grace, when you come before the throne of God, you get mercy and you get grace. How many of you say every day of my life, I need mercy and I need grace? and I receive it how do I receive this? I receive this because of the precious blood of Jesus Christ. I'm a priest. I have access to my heavenly father. I don't have to make an appointment. He's always there. I'm always welcomed in. The blood of Jesus Christ opens this door and I never have to fear. Therefore, I come boldly unto him each and every time. I get grace. I get mercy because of the blood of Jesus, because of the shed blood of Jesus, all of this is mine. You ever ever think about where you'd be without salvation? Where would you be without God's grace? All that we have, all good that we have is from our heavenly father. I don't go to a man, I go right to God. Go, go with me to Hebrews you're there go a couple chapters over go to Hebrews chapter 9 would you go there with me please Hebrews 9 verse number 22 maybe you here today and you say to yourself but I want to do it my way I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna live my life that I choose. The Bible tells us this in verse number 22 of Hebrews 9, and almost all things are by the law purged with blood. And without shedding of blood is no remission. You you don't get forgiven unless there's blood shed. You see, Adam and Eve thought that they would hide themselves with fig leaves But the principle we find all the way back in Genesis, a sacrifice has to be made. When when they were in Egypt, when the Israelites were in Egypt, a sacrifice had to be made. A a, a young lamb had to be killed and slain, and the blood had to be applied to the doorpost. And and when the the death angel came, if the blood was applied, the, the angel passed over that home because of the blood that was applied. The Bible says this of each and every one of us, it's appointed unto man once to die and after this to judgment. And if you were to study through the Bible, if you would understand what God is trying to, to tell us about eternity, he lays it out. All of us are born dead and trespasses in sin. Every single one of us are born at the same level. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter who your family is. It doesn't matter your last name. It doesn't matter your nationality. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. We're all born the same. We're born sinners. And blood has to be applied and there's some that'll go through this life saying, I'll do it my way. I'll apply good works. I'll apply religion. I'll, I'll apply this or I'll apply that or, or I'll do it my way. Oh, no, listen to me. There's going to come a time where every single person the Bible says is going to die and a judgment's going to come. And what's gonna cause you, what's gonna cause you to be able to enter into everlasting life, to be eternally, eternally with God, what's going to allow that will only be the blood of Jesus Christ. Nothing else is sufficient. In Egypt there, if they would have put a pot of gold outside of that house and rejected the blood sacrifice, the death angel would have come and the death angel would have saw that pot of gold and the firstborn in that house would have died. If that that death angel would have come and they would have put their perfect attendance to church, Staple it right there to the doorpost. The death angel would have come and would have seen their perfect attendance to church. He would have, he would have entered into that home and the firstborn would have died. If they would have said the prettiest, the brightest, the most successful, a sign, a neon sign glaring there, the the richest, the most powerful lives in this home. If the blood wasn't applied to the doorpost, the death angel would have gone in, and the firstborn would have died. Oh, listen to me, you can live your life for all kinds of things. You can live your life for fame. You can live it for glory. You can live it for good works. You can be the most religious. You can be the most sincere. You could say, but I I was a good parent. You can say I was a faithful to my spouse. I, I, I was a best employee. You can have all of those things, but without the blood of Jesus Christ applied your life, you will not spend eternity with God. Oh, listen to me. Being in a Baptist church won't save you it doesn't matter the denomination it doesn't matter where you were baptized it doesn't matter when you were baptized none of those things will matter there's going to come a time where all that's going to matter is the blood of Jesus Christ applied the sacrifice must be made Today we rejoice because the lamb of God Jesus Christ he shed his blood on the cross of Calvary for my sin and your sin. The Bible says in Romans 3:23 that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God and it goes on to say in Romans 6:23 that the wages of sin the price that you must pay is death but the gift of God is eternal life through jesus christ our lord there is victory in the precious blood of the lamb every promise in the word of god belongs to us because of the precious blood of jesus christ oh listen to me what's bound on earth is bound in heaven what's loosed on earth is loosed in heaven when you claim the blood of jesus christ Listen to me now, child of God, because of the blood, what was impossible is possible. Chains are broken because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Ruined lives are mended because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Shattered dreams are restored because of the precious blood of Jesus Christ. What the enemy tries to steal, it's restored because of the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Marriages are put back together because of the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, Weary uh, or forsaken children. Those that have gone astray are brought uh, brought back because of the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Sickness is healed because of the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And sinners are saved because of the precious, blood of Jesus Christ. We are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ because of the blood of the Lamb. Today, would you take this blood? Would you let let it wash you? If you have never trusted Jesus Christ today, would you receive this gift Jesus Christ went to the cross, his blood was shed, a payment has been made, would you apply this to your life? Jesus said this, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Would you stand with me this morning?